Mal talks to everyone. <laughs> Mal's the person who, if you're in line at the airport and the other person next to you in line is like, uh, Los Angeles, Mal will be like, we're also going to LA. I'm like, yes. nobody, stop it. Stop. <laughs> or like you, when we moved to where I love that. Our per- cabin, I can never be that personality, but I love that. No, I don't have to. Impulse control. So. It's great. But also people talk to me, like even if I'm not trying. So it's... We, I was in the bedroom and the guy came, the, what, the electric, I know, he's so cute. Hi, baby. We bought a cabin on the East Coast. And the electrical guy came and I was in the bedroom and he was talking to Mal for a while and then he left and I had heard bits and pieces and I was like, Mal, did the like, the like straight, like buff electrical guy start telling you about his relationship with his abusive father? And Mal was like, yep, we talked about it for like 15 minutes. Yeah, wow. It's just your face. Your face invite, people want to talk to you. I get that too sometimes. I get really weirdly people go, it's like, oh, okay. (laughs) They just open up I am now your therapist, I guess. Yeah. I could see that because if I may be so bold, you have very kind eyes. Yes, <laughs> he does. But it's not just eyes. It's it's all the way to the soul. Really? Um, he's got high emotional intelligence. I know. Mm. I'm your mother. So, but uh, it's true. Um, it's, it happens to be true. Um, you are very emotionally intelligent. And I think that's what people see. But do you but ever I feel burdened like, like someone just trauma dumps on you and you're like, I was just standing here. I actually have a hard time. Like I have a hard time just doing like small talk. Mm. So it makes me comfortable, I think, <laughs> because I'd, I'd rather talk about deep stuff. Yeah. And so since they're bringing it, you know, I'll, yeah. I'll take it on. And I, I weirdly don't get burdened by. Um, oh, that's nice. Um, I don't think I do. I, I mean, if, if, if it's. No, I've never. Seen if I'm involved, I, I, I get quite. Um, I go mad. Yeah. But if, if, if I'm not, then I, I, I just like to help. But Gabby, I've got a question. It, there's an adjustment for you that that you're by yourself and then you're with someone else. Mm. What happens? What what do you think they expect from you that you have to come up with? Is that what it is? Mm. Um yeah, well, uh yeah, I think like um I am extroverted and I I've been on YouTube and I've been on like writing for the internet and been like an internet personality for a long time. And the character of that person who's not me really is like a very arrogant sort of like extroverted person. It's like the character that I've played. Mm. Um, and so I've found sometimes people will come at me expecting that I, I've already started the fight when I haven't mm. fought at all. Like they're expecting your they're persona. They're expecting mm. persona and they're expecting mm. me to like uh, want to argue or to be huh. stubborn. I mean, it's like when, uh, like if there's like some sort of social justice thing going on on the internet and mm. I, I did an experiment where I didn't post anything about, like there was something going on and I was like, I'm not going to post anything about it. And in my DMs was equal parts people who were like so sure that I was pro this thing that they were already having the fight with me without me having said anything. And other people who were so sure I was anti this thing that they were already having the fight with me without me having said anything. Mm -hmm. And they both just, and I didn't respond to anybody and they continued having the argument with themselves equal parts like 10 people who thought I must be pro and here's the argument and people who thought I must be anti and here's the argument and I was like this is a great experiment because I said nothing idea that you have a persona yeah in the media and then you have this human being Mm -hmm. and how do you toggle between the two how do you make it human for you so that Mm. because what I was saying before is that I took a personality test to find the character yes not a personality test it's to find your character strengths Hmm. and it wasn't anything I didn't know that compassion comes up first for me. Mm. And yet that was something I hid away because Mm. I would find people misinterpreting it Mm -hmm. as passion 
or misinterpreting it as now I want to be with you. Uh, mm. And so it Amorous. became so dangerous, especially in the business of being an actor, mm -hmm. that I started to put a lid on who I was. Mm -hmm. And it changed who I was yeah. to do that. It's interesting. And uh, now I realize that uh, what I need to do is be who I am with really strong boundaries. Yeah. That's the tip. That's, you sound like Mal. <laughs> Cause like you, it's very similar where you have a lot of compassion and empathy and your instinct is to be like, I'll, I'll give of myself. I'll do it. I'll, I'll take it on. I'll do it. And like, then I'm sort of like, in some ways I'm like, nobody asked. Like, mm. it's very like, you'll be like, Oh, I, I'll go out of my way and do this thing. When like my instinct is to be like, like, I, mm, like all my instinct is to be like everyone's got it like everyone's got a handle on themselves like everyone's fine and mal's like no one's fine right yeah but no I I, but now too. you've now you've diverted yeah, it to yeah, mal just yeah. <laughs> now i, I want to like know that. about you how how can you how can you be the human you are and yeah. not shut yourself off from people so that i mean that's one way to protect yourself mm -hmm. but there's got to be another I dropped I dropped off of the the YouTube persona. I don't have Twitter. I don't like I I've I've dropped off of that sort of type of of like entertainment content whatever. Like I I I went away from it. I mean, I've been on the internet as like a visible personality for a decade. Mm. So wow. yeah. So I mean, I there's stuff and it this is a thing that I've talked about which is hard and I and might be relatable as an actress too is um, to me, it's been 10 years to someone who found my video yesterday. I'm still that person right. they saw yesterday. Yes. Sure. I, uh, they don't care that the video came out in 2014. Mm. That's me to them because that's, they saw it today. Mm -hmm. So then I get people sort of speaking to me as if I'm the person from 2015 from this video they just saw. Mm. And so what do you do? How, a lot how of times I just that? let go, I just ignore it. Um, I let go of it. It is right. hard, especially because I think uh, also like as someone who, I mean, we are talking about star signs, like as a Gemini, like sometimes I'll say something and then five hours later, I'll be like, I don't even stand by that. I don't know who said that. <laughs> <laughs> and, that was yesterday. Yeah, uh, that, was me, that was me five minutes ago and I don't know who they are. Right. Um, <laughs> and because I am so also like willing to like, if someone's like, well, here's the other point of view, I'll be like, oh, okay. But, um, you know, yeah, okay, I've changed my mind. But um, but because all of this content is online, people will be like, you must still feel this way. You must still think this because yeah. you posted this yeah. or whatever. Uh, you made a video about this. And I'm like, I don't even know who that person was, honestly. Um, and so a lot of times I just, I, I ignore it or I try to be like, that they don't know me. Like I have to like, I, I try to be like, okay, well, that person doesn't know me. Like mm. if they knew me, if they met me today, they would think, differently so they don't matter because they don't know me it's so hard to yeah. let go of that I, yeah. even in my small instagram account i want to be the finger pointing at some idea for people mm. and yet sometimes they look at the finger instead mm, that's and interesting I, and i don't want that yeah and yet i have to let go of uh yeah. being able to control that i mean yeah. that's that's not something that and who I was meant a lot to people. Like definitely mm. a big thing. Um, I was a very visible bisexual person online. I, I did a lot of content about it. I was on Buzzfeed. I talked about it a lot. So when I meet fans, it's people that say to me like, I saw you on a video when I was 12 mm. and that's how I knew who I was. And so and and so I I am I don't want to take that person away from them. Mm. Like that person was real. That person existed for you. Like that helped you. Um, I'm not that anymore. Like you, you know? know what I say? What? Because I get that in terms of Star Trek. Yeah. Uh, it, I and I think this is the truth. I I say that says so much about who you are yep. mm -hmm. and how you found answers. There wasn't anyone around you. You went and found a TV show mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you you saved yourself with that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right, when people are like, you saved my life and stuff like they that. They say that, I mean, trans kids say that to Mal all the time. Yes, 
Well, sometimes. But what I try to do, or they'll be like, this song like saved my life or whatever or not. And then I try to be like, you did that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, exactly. Like, like exactly what you're saying. Like that. Yeah. You found me. You that, found what you needed. You found two. And we all do, right? Yeah. yeah. The gay internet saved my life. I want to. I want to say. Yeah. I I listened to your your music this morning for the first time, and I was like, "Oh my god, how did I not discover this before?" What's it was really album? good. I listened to Pity Boy. Yes. And I, I listened to one. your 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 newest single um, that came on the album with the the full band recording. Oh, um, Saddle Creek. No, uh, nobody waits. Single. Yeah, nobody waits. Yeah, um, it's all amazingly lovely. I I don't Thank know you. if you um, enjoy comparisons. Go on. But it reminded me of like <laughs> what I love about the Smashing Pumpkins, and it oh, had like yeah. um, you know moldy peaches element, oh, you yeah. know, in your vocals, and <laughs> y- you you you. There's a lot of fruit. It's what. Yeah, right. <laughs> pumpkins, peaches. peaches. Yeah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but the pavement, uh, uh, like all these, yes. all these artists that uh, I um, um, I was big uh, David Berman fan actually. Is that the lead singer? No, that's the lead singer of Pavement is um. Stephen Malkmus, but he was also in a band called Silver Juice with David Berman. That is a little dirtier than Pavement. I was going to say more depressing. He's, yeah, he passed, actually. It's kind yeah. of sad. But um, y- if you like Pavement, you might like Silver Juice as well. And your guitars rock. I mean, I, Thank you. Uh, that's not me. That's my your guitarist comes <laughs> in The guitarist is named Audrey, Audrey, and she's incredible. She's a really good guitar. She hits it amazingly, mm-hmm. and her vocals yeah. are beautiful. But um, <laughs> Thank you. I did notice on Spotify, and I was wondering what you thought about this, because it says, like, featured in, and a lot of the playlists that you're featured in are, like, queer community playlists. Mm. And that that must be a blessing, but is that ever frustrating as an artist, that you're not, mm. like, that you're, I, you're, you're, you're given, like, an identity, and you're not just in the general, like, indie, you know, mm. that that's, yeah. not the, that's not the primary way that people are identifying your music? You know, it's interesting. That's like, that is a really good question. It's interesting because I know some people feel really pigeonholed, right? And I used to feel that way. Um, thank you. Welcome. But I, it was more, I think I, I wasn't as comfortable with, like, I, I thought that I was one thing and then it turned out I was something else to make it the short version, right? Um, and now at this point, Honestly, because I try to think of like, why do we do what we do? What are you, what am I trying to accomplish? Because there's always going to be somebody who, you know, is on a bigger festival or has a better agent or is, you know, like working, you know, doing something you want to be doing, right? So like those things, because like you accomplish something and then it feels empty, you know, like that external validation like doesn't last. So it's like, I try to think of like, what do I want to do with my life? And it's like, I I honestly like, I don't mind being on those playlists because like, if I can reach and help trans kids, like, great. That's something that makes me feel good. Um, the thing that does become difficult is when it's to the exclusion of sort of, like, a larger platform or you see some of your peers sort of, like, shooting past you in this way and you think, oh, what's the only difference? Oh, it's because I'm this. Or because I was doing it for a long time, like, there's a lot of stuff out there that's, like, like even that album, like, my voice has dropped like twice since I put that out. So it's like, I feel like I'm a different person. And then hearing those old songs, it's like kind of weird sometimes, or like, you know, like the, the most popular song on Spotify or like that went, you know, something will go viral on TikTok from like, you know, 10 years ago. And I sound like a little kid, you know, it's like that heart, the thing that I guess we're talking about with everything where it's like, how do you feel connected to the person that you were? And if that, you know, translates to other people or, they sort you to find you easier. Like, I think at a certain point you kind of have to let, sort of let go of like how people perceive you, you know, I think is like the overarching theme that we're hitting. I think that's yeah. true. But it's very difficult. It, <laughs> it's, y- yeah, it's, it's an interesting, um, I, I don't want to say struggle because mm. struggle sounds too, um, you know, like you're pugilistic, but mm. I, now I sound like I'm from the 18th century. <laughs> Sorry, uh, dis- uh, define pugilistic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's you know it it in a fighter's stance. Mm. Mm. It's like you're fighting, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't mean that, but just the 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 really finding it in ourselves uh, to to be who we are. Mm-hmm. And to allow the world to have its 
thoughts of us mm. and to not have that impinge on us. Mm. Yeah. I, I think that's that's really the the work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or trying um I think uh, a lot of the stuff that I did in the beginning was very like cutesy or palatable in a certain way and then I like lost interest in that and um well, he, 10 years. I know. Mm -hmm. 10 years. I know. Yeah. That's and you've been, do, I mean, you've been doing music this, I mean, you're, there's stuff online of you from 10 years ago. It's like, you know. Stuff online of me from, I want to say, not quite 20 years ago, but almost. I don't recognize 15, old, 15, wow. old 18. songs of Mal's. I'm like, what voice? Is, who is that? Wow. Do you, do you write lyrics? Yeah. So I'm a songwriter. That's, that's yeah. the songwriter. Yeah. Um, so. They're beautiful. Oh, thank you. I mean, <laughs> I I just read recently that you're not supposed to say it's poetry, <laughs> that it's journalism. Wow. Whoa, what? Yeah. I love I mean, I love poetry, so I I would take either. It it, <laughs> it, it feels it just it it's you know, like haiku. I was listening to it and it was like, ah, I've got the images. Yeah, <laughs> right? Because I speak with images mm -hmm. in my oh, head. Interesting. So it's just it's right there. Yeah. Thank you. Very quick. You're a visual person. Are you both visual people? I am. Yeah. Is it possible to be like a um, an audio? Like I like to. Li yeah. I like to yeah. listen. Yeah. I, I, I heard your last podcast episode. You recently got into music. Right? I just started. Yeah. yeah. How's it going? It's going well. You know, I'm we're we're I'm just getting out now. Like I did a project, and it's like. A, an album that I did when I didn't know anything about music. And oh, you did a whole album already. I did, but I did it all on on the keyboard of my uh, mm -hmm. laptop, and I I I had this. Um, well, I look back now, and I'm like, oh, there's cool creative ideas there. But I was so insecure within myself mm. that I did that thing that a lot of people do, where they're singing like Johnny Cash to start <laughs> off, you know, and then like different affects. Yeah, and now I'm like recording stuff and working with a band and like I'm learning how to express myself and more than that it's just that to me it's the ultimate fun you know mm -hmm. like I love just listening to a guitar lick and like being like where where's the lyric in that you know mm -hmm. and and mm -hmm. finding melodies and all of my earliest childhood memories were like you know finding music in my room and just mm. listening to it obsessively. So it's like, I, you know, I've, I, I just have the mind for it. I, I, I'm working yeah. on getting the skill up to par, but... Um, no, I don't have the mind for it. So that I think it really is a skill. Like, yeah. I think it really is like a thing. When oh, yeah. Mal's always like, you could make up a song. And I'm like, no, I couldn't. Like, no, I couldn't. Well, you probably no. could. You no. could probably just hear it and, 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 <laughs> you could. and experiment, you know. I don't know. I don't know how marketable it would yeah, be. Yeah, it's a lot um, of songs for our dog that I sing uh, about <laughs> him and to him. Uh, and so I would spend 10 minutes and then be like, okay, that's good enough. I'm sick that's of That's a lie, Mom. I'm calling you out right now. You used to make rap songs, and you would ask wow. me to make the oh, beats did. for them. I did. I did. For one. fun? Uh, this was just, you know, I have to say that it I was so <laughs> deep into certain things. It was like, I have to know how to paint a crow and I painted crows crow <laughs> after crow after crow for for a year oh and you stuck with it for a year yeah and then I went into this rap song <laughs> and that was intense and long just one song just one what, what was I it about? love is that sometimes people are such artists. Like I, there's there's someone I know who we have worked together and we butt heads all the time and it was like I'm like how do you not just keep making stuff, right? And this person's like, well, I don't only make stuff if I get paid. And I'm like, I have like weird, like I want to like paint today. And then I want to do, like I have stuff mm. spilling. Like you want to do crows and rap songs. Like that to me is a person <laughs> who's like, I'm an artist and it's right. bursting, you right. know? Yeah, you have to. What was the rap song about? Uh, it was actually about when I was on Star Trek, we had terrible hours. And uh, I was coming home at three in the morning and I got followed home. Oh, wow. no. And two guys took me at, they had a nine millimeter to my head. And it was a horrible, oh horrible night that I didn't think I'd live through. And I did. Mm. Wow. And I walked around for weeks going, well, I'm dead, right? I died because mm. I said yeah. goodbye. And that immediate, uh, that immediate kind of 
I mean, I tr- I wrote about it. I went through, uh, uh, you know, exposure therapy mm. for post-traumatic stress. Mm-hmm. Finally, like 25 years later, mm. I walked oh. around with this. I Yeah, it was, I you walked around. You therapy 25 years later. Yes. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Was it the kind of thing where you're like, I don't need therapy like before that? No, point? I went to people. They mm. didn't know. They didn't, no one was really talking about post-traumatic stress. Uh-huh. Right. And I've heard this um Navy SEAL say, it, no, it's not post-traumatic stress disorder. It's a completely normal reaction mm-hmm. to something that is crazy. Right. And that's how I feel about it. So I've dropped the D as yeah. well. Uh, but n- people were, you know, like, well, just relax. <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh. just, you know, yeah. everything's okay. It, I went to therapists, psychiatrists, this, and medication. Mm-hmm. It was all a nightmare till I found this one woman in New York, Dr. Kira Monte, who Whoa. dealt with soldiers. Oh, wow. wow. And she took me through it, and it's it, it did it for me. So mm. I wrote about it constantly, constantly. I wrote a play about it. Mm. Um, but what really did it was rap. Because it was so immediate, so violent, mm. so staccato. Wow. That when I wrote it and got it out, it was like, that's it. Wow. That was the immediacy of the experience. Mm. And wow. that was the violence. Were you listening to a lot of rap? Yeah, I've always liked rap. Oh. She's a big Eminem head. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, yeah. there's one line in one of his songs I always say, which is feminist women love Eminem. And I think he's joking, but he's not joking. Feminist women do love Eminem. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why. It's I, very interesting. I, I, I wouldn't know why. Either. I don't know why either. <laughs> I do not know why either. But that like, yeah. But it that, does make sense to me this, you know, you saying that like that rap is actually the medium that, that helped in that way. Because if you think about at least in this country, how rap became sort of popularized, it was like from New York, like the 90s, late 80s, like was born of a lot of like you know trauma that was right. happening in the in the black community and like that that's sort of the origin of rap and right? that's the stuff that i was listening to mm-hmm. yeah and that totally makes sense yeah and it was just it was the truth of humans mm-hmm. it was this is my story mm-hmm. it may be horrible to you but here it is mm-hmm. yeah that's and how they present it yeah and for me that was the way to say this mm. wow and I, and it helped enormously wow. and you worked on the song for like a year uh i don't you like know two months i think I, I don't know how long it was i i'm i'm not good with the linear time in terms of that <laughs> of that piece but i certainly tried to find somebody to put it to music and then i got and then it just was like no it doesn't matter anymore that the point I was actually, the creation it, yeah. the point was a creation mm-hmm. and to actually memorize it and do it and once i got to that point that was it all by myself do you remember it Uh, yeah i do (laughs) (laughs) i do it's funny songs stay with you sometimes yeah Yeah. it does Do you remember it live through (laughs) this live through this i know it was called live through this live through this that's right that's um, right. You were making the beats. You shouldn't remember it. It was very funny uh, recording <laughs> rap with my mom. <laughs> oh, you made the beat. I, rec- yeah. I recorded. I think I just made like a, I don't know what I did. I did. W- we worked out it a little oh, bit. Oh, we remixed Willie Nelson or something like that. Oh. Yeah, that was actually really interesting. Blue Skies remix. Oh. Yeah. I think we should drop it, Ma. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be really popular. <laughs> yeah, that's a, a special episode when you start a page. Patreon, and you put it on the wall, then you have to get the Patreon to listen. That's how you get people to sign up for Patreon. That's it. Yeah, I mean, she'll do a live performance of it if you sign up for the Patreon. But (laughs) wait a minute, was that appropriation? Let's talk about that Mm. for a minute. Was that appropriation? Interesting. Mm. Because, but I wasn't rapping about Mm. going to Neiman Marcus. Yeah, I don't think that was appropriation. I don't know. Mm. I mean, I had the exp- I right. I, I don't, don't know. know. I think if it's like something that's helping you, I feel like if it's something that's helping you get through a real thing, then I, I sometimes I wonder if the conversation isn't about what it should be about. Like mm. at a certain point, it's like that. That was your experience that you went through, and you're you're getting it out in a way that makes sense to you and helps mm. you. And like 
it just seems strange to have someone come in and be like, well, that's appropriation. And it's mm. like, okay, well, I don't know. I, to me, it's a little bit like derailing the actual conversation, which is about what the person went, went through. Mm. I don't know. I th- it is an interesting question, right? Because it, it is a thin line between like, what is appropriation? What is appreciation? Yeah. And yes, I often, not always, you know, as is the case with like white dreads, but often <laughs> I feel like it when it comes to monetization is when it becomes sort of problematic for me because, you know, it's True. like, are you cooking Mexican food at home and enjoying it? Like, great. Are you opening up a Mexican restaurant and you're True. like a white American? Like, I have some more questions, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> if it's, but if it's fashion and mm. you're braiding your hair, that's mm. not cool. So, but yeah. that's mm. not your, or is that monetization because the, it's, not, it's influencers yeah. who are doing it and that's yeah. not cool. Cause it's not fashion and it's not equality. Like if it's something that someone could still get fired for at their job, but you're like on the runway as a white person right. doing it, it's sort right. of like you're missing uh, the actual experience of someone with you know right. with dreadlocks and that's the only real option for their hair because their hair is a certain way right. like they can like, get fired for right it and, and they can get fired know, wearing for their it. hair naturally and, and then yeah. which someone told me about someone on my other podcast was saying like he was talking about how he had a, a lawsuit where a woman was like fired from her job because she had dreads and mm. then he was like guess what her job was and i was like what and he was like telemarketer like nobody even saw her oh, what? Wow. and i was like yeah. Cool, 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 cool. It was that recent. Yeah, this was a guy, um, a guy named Rich Ford, who I had on the. I do a podcast about money, so I had him on my money show. Um, in an episode we did about dress codes mm. and about like how, you know, what what does it what happens when you enforce a dress code? Is it is it good? Is it bad? And we had people writing in saying, I like my work outfit because then I don't have to wear. You know, I don't have mm. to get figure out what to wear in the morning and then some people being like Like it sucks because you know like like elizabeth holmes elizabeth holmes yeah (laughs) now i feel bad about wearing a turtleneck (laughs) (laughs) are you the the founder of theranos (laughs) (laughs) this is the cult (laughs) i'm ready (laughs) don't look at the finger don't look at the finger that's exactly what a cult leader would say oh my god it's not me i'm not doing it yeah. um, you like yeah mal like loves mal loves self-help stuff so no i don't love self-help stuff i'm just constantly trying to fix myself <laughs> you're searching you're searching yeah, I'm a searcher yeah yeah they um, were they were trying to um they were talking to someone on the phone who does like expert adhd like coaching and mal was like on the phone with this woman who was like mal was like okay well so can i have like a a a couple like a couple hours or a day to like think about if i want to do it and she's like no you sign up right now or i don't allow you to do it whatever she was like make a commitment to yourself i was like yeah you're right i don't commit to myself and gabby was like get off get off the phone (laughs) get off the phone (laughs) and then mal was like oh my god that we're all coaches we all went through the program and then we became coaches because based on this one woman's program and then like this is nexium right yeah (laughs) people who have adhd they are saying make an immediate commitment commitment it's a little predatory you don't emotionally commit you need to emotionally commit what they say to you about your brain what they say about your brain ah well i realized later that they were saying this stuff probably for liability reasons because they're not mental health professionals but she kept saying stuff like you don't have a disorder. You don't have a disability. Your brain is a beautiful Porsche, and you I'm just... gonna give you a license. <laughs> and it's not therapy. I don't care about your feelings. Like I'm gonna coach you like an athlete. I'm gonna make you a follow-through machine. Like she kept saying stuff like that, and I was like, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna be a follow-through yeah. machine. Yeah. But in retrospect, it's like they're saying like we're not therapists, and we can't help you. Like if you know you it's have all so sexy yeah, yeah. it's Mal so like, they're sexy they're gonna fix me they're gonna fix yeah. me yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah no such luck you're no. the only one who gets to yeah i guess so you're the what only the... one who gets to do that Mal- but have you noticed like uh, like talk about cars the the commercials right now car commercials have gotten very deep it's like really? you know change your life yeah, change your life. <laughs> with your find car. your goal with you know folks. You said that to me. I, I was watching the football game, and you said that to me. And then the very next ad was for Ford, oh. and it starts off with a, a bookstore that's burned down to the ground. What? 
That's how they started the car commercial. Yeah. Did they say it was a car commercial? Or is it one of those things where you're like, oh my god, what am I watching? And it's then like at the that. end, it was like Ford. It's and you're like, like that, I'm and then yeah, destroyed right now. <laughs> it's like it's like just a burned down bookstore with like a truck in front of it, oh, but you no. can see the logo very clearly. Oh, no. <laughs> and, and how? And the Ford did what? Fixed their bookstore. The Ford. Brought all the books back ah. so that they could rebuild their bookstore oh from the ground up. <laughs> to be a good person. Oh, my God. <laughs> Get a Ford. Get okay. a Ford. My whole show, Bad With Money, is like an anti-capitalist screed where I'm just screaming all the time. And it's like <laughs> that. that is the thing is that is what's so insidious is that all these like these things are it's no longer just like get a vacuum because you need to vacuum it's like get a vacuum so you love your children and right. they don't yes. abandon yes. you and you're a good person yes. it's like jesus christ mm. it's very um it, it and manipulative it's psychological yeah. messy well that's how and then not to go back into cults but that's how mlms work is like they tell you they like tell hey you like a way of yeah life. you're gonna yeah. be a great mom if you do this you're Wait, gonna be able what, to what multi-level multi marketing schemes oh. pyramid schemes mm-hmm. like amway or a lula row or yeah. i heard of one recently um that was it executive expert, 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 ADHD, expert adhd coaching, coaching. <laughs> no. i i want to be i want to be cautious about how i bring it up because the person that is engaged with it is mm. close to me and i mm. it's like they enjoy it they really have a great time with it right. so it's like what do you yeah i mean but it is it is a woman's group yeah uh-huh. and it's goddess manifestation oh and it's you only pay to other girls in the women's group uh-huh but you pay a two thousand dollar right yep and then it's they a graduate and they move circle. on it's, it's a, a gifting scheme. circle yeah. yeah oh no the gifting circle yeah. it's um yeah. It's oh. a pyramid scheme. yeah yeah it's hard but it's hard because you have to tell them jank i did <laughs> i had a very but then they cut you off because you're a hater they didn't cut me off well. and but they, <laughs> but they they have every right to continue yeah, yeah, yeah doing it you know they listened and they heeded my advice but they really get a lot of benefit from this group of girls so it's hard like i think transactional that's transactional that's a transactional relationship but it's a bunch of girls who are are trying to uh manifest something (laughs) yeah then and they and they and they get the money at the end if they make it through if they recruit people the recruiting people is a difficult part when you're on the upline that's a pyramid scheme. When you're on the upline, it probably feels really good because it's working. But then when yeah. you're on the downline, like eventually you run out of people. That's the problem. But what is this training exactly. brains to when do? When it ends, it's over. What is this training <laughs> us to do? To feel like you are in control of a situation that you can't control. Yes. Yeah. It's Capital. allowing you to have control in, in, it's the same, it's it's a lot of things. It's the same reason that people do a lot of very culty things because they're like, my life is out of control. I mean, Nexium, a lot of them were actresses because they felt like I don't I can't control when I'm getting booked. I can't control what's my next project, but I can control being in Nexium. Mm. So now I'm in Nexium. It's like a, you guys a, know a lot about Nexium. I just saw yeah. as as an aside, they were big into Star Trek, weren't they? Or was that the other one? Stop they it. were? No, 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 no. That the, was the other the one. Heaven's Gate. Heaven's oh, Gate Heaven's was into Gate. Star Trek. They no. were what? Yeah, yeah. Heaven's they Gate. Love was Star Trek. But I don't want to it, hear no, this. No, don't yeah. worry. It preceded Deep it's Space Nine. It's not you. Yeah, don't yeah. Worry. It was. T- <laughs> it was. It was TNG. I believe. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's not you. Heaven's Gate was in the eighties. But let me go back to actress. I don't like being called an actress, and I'll tell you why. Because I like to be called an actor because uh, an actor no. to mm-hmm. me is a verb. Right. An actress is a noun and mm. it's like this persona that I am not. It's yeah. what I do. It's not what I am. I'd be waiting so for them to just switch neutral. it over to gender neutral because yeah. actor is gender neutral. Some it, people mm. don't. Like and that. for like they want to be actress. Oh really? Yeah. To I've, me, I've it had sounds this like like comedian or like songstress. <laughs> like who who wants that? You know? <laughs> 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 or even with like you know they're ha- they're running up on some stuff because it's like best actor, best actress, and then you have non-binary actors who it's like what category would yeah. you put? Yeah. Let's them just in? have best no. actor. Best actor. Okay. You're the best one. That's, and that's it. Problem though is like then would it be like best director where it's like. They never it's give it to women guys. because <laughs> misogyny, you know, yeah. it's like, oh, you know, yeah. would they just stop giving awards to women because it would just, you know, because they just default to actor meaning, you know, right. Okay, white what white man. They, produced what if they just what if that's best actor, but there's two best actors and they share it? 
No. Okay. No. <laughs> and I was like, it no. has to be the best one. You yeah. must be the best one. It's all bullshit, right? I know. Yeah. It's all these awards. Yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> it, they're such different. Why? why what, is, what is it about? It's all about the industry. Oh, when it's, I find when I found out the Golden Globes were paid for, I was like, it's I'm out. I can't. Do you know that? Like in terms of no, like you can pay for your client to win for sure, like paid ad campaigns, like that kind of thing. But you win, like whoever wins is like whoever they paid to win. See, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I'm so not involved. (laughs) It's (laughs) like, yeah, that's why that's part of when you were talking about like um, being like a YouTube persona and stuff. What I've pulled back from is that, and then a lot of what I do now is like behind the scenes. Mm. Like a lot of it is like screenwriting and script writing and doing stuff behind the scenes because I don't want to be the person. But this seems like a constriction Hmm. that is not fair, that you cannot be everything you want to be because of, because of what people do with it. That Mm. doesn't, but hold on. Gabby may find it to be more gratifying to be behind the scenes and people and less people are mad at me all the time. But see, that's that cons- is about other people. That's and baby, just people in your personal life. Are mad at you. Yeah, I was to keep the people mad at me to my personal life, and not people on Twitter who are mad at me all the time. Because I'm feeling a little pissed off right now, so that's working out. It's that and that. I'm like, yes, that's fair. You've met me. You're mad. I get it. But like someone who doesn't know me. But I don't. But that seems like mm. uh, the it, it's what women have gone through yeah. in my business and in so many uh, in all the businesses. I try to take it back and be like, it doesn't bother me. Like mm. there's a drag queen I like who is like, I get it, girl. I can't stand me either. And so like I try to like do that where like people are mad mm. and I go like, listen, I get it. Good God. <laughs> That's that's hard. Mm. Yeah. Or like, uh, you know, I, I did a, a bit where uh, for a while where I was like, God, there's like, you know, like there's representation for all these types of people. But like, where is annoying representation? <laughs> like, I'm so annoying. And like, I don't see myself on TV. And, you know, like, I don't know, because like then it gets out ahead of it for other people. It, But there's a lack of I see a lack of freedom. Mm. Yeah. It, and it's really it's about mm. being a persona. Yeah, mm. there's a lack of freedom to that. Yes, and especially because they don't, um, they don't view me as vulnerable, so they can keep going at like. Well, they don't I, view the personas as people. I think. Yeah, sometimes. but they the jump is always that you know the s- someone I work with is uh, that I do shows with is a very like feminine, delicate type of person, and I find that often the default of the audience is to side with her and say oh she's being attacked she's such a victim she's blah blah blah. and then when i speak up or when i say things there's this like element of like gabby's the mean one gabby's the but like the only difference is possibly more masculine presenting possibly more like louder like i don't know so like right we'll do the same exact things but they'll be like oh my god our sweet baby angel and i'm somehow aggressive is she is is it she her mm-hmm. she and does she feel uh pissed off about that no i think she's found a really good way to make it like a business strategy i see <laughs> it's Ooh. hard it's, it's what no oh, no it's <laughs> getting real on this <laughs> but that's the difference is that like if i i don't um i think people that's why the fan base feels they can come at me or be aggressive towards me or start talking to me with a certain tone or a certain aggressiveness or a certain fight because they see you they as see aggressive me as like yeah mm. like you, you you'll, you'll, you'll be take fine. it you'll take it you'll be fine you uh, want to fight mm. um is, and like is there a way that you could present yourself that mm. would show both all sides i have you? there's definitely been episodes of the show where i've cried i've yeah. definitely been the vulnerability. vulnerable in a lot of ways and that doesn't shift anything it does a little bit it does a little bit but shifted it for me right you got mm. to know the real me that's because what i rejected is i i didn't like the persona you know i, I wasn't really mm. so when i got to know gabby as an actual person is when i was sort of like let's be together. I'm yeah. just a ni- I'm just nice, but nobody thinks that. Well, so but that's still, so, that's but still this is interesting. Yeah. That's interesting for you to hear. Mm. Yeah, that no, maybe, it makes a lot of sense. Maybe it's really acceptable and okay for you to be 
everything. That's my thing now. That's the the thing now is good to be like, it's not going to make sense. It's not, it's not good for branding. It's not good for like being like, you know, one thing that people can sort of be like, okay, this is what I'm buying. Mm. So yeah. Cause you want, you want to yeah. be sustainable. Whatever yeah. it is you are needs to be sustainable. I don't even and write comedy anymore. The, the show that I'm working on now is a drama. Mm. Like wow. I'm just like not, you know, so that's been, what is it? Can you say, <laughs> can you say, no? um, I don't, can. I think yeah. I don't actually say like where it is. I mean, I, you said the thing about your co. If you said the thing about your co-host, I think you can talk about the show you're working on. I don't think I said anything about her that people don't know. <laughs> um, we can also cut whatever you yeah, want. I think <laughs> I, anybody <laughs> would think I've she got wasn't. an in with the editor. Oh, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Jenga. Um, the uh, yeah, I wrote a graphic novel uh, in 2019 and. Well, so when I, I went to school for journalism and when I came out of school, I worked for the Boston Globe uh, for a couple of years as like a crime reporter. And, um, and then I, when I moved to New York is when I started doing comedy stuff. I had an internship at the Daily Show with Jon Stewart. That sort of shifted some things for me. And then I started writing scripts and I had a blog. Um, and then I sort of moved towards like LA um, for a lot of reasons. But so then... Um, but w I worked as a reporter. That was like what I thought I was going to do. And so uh, I ended up writing a graphic novel that came out in 2019. That's like a thriller mystery thing about a girl who's young, who works at a Boston Globe type place. Um, and so it's kind of like I've been calling it lesbian Hannibal Lecter. It's kind of like this girl and she's young and she's a reporter. And this um, serial killer, this very hot serial killer woman is like, I'll only talk to her. And so then it's kind of like their relationship and the mystery and everything. And why is she only going to talk to this this one girl? And there's a lot of attraction between the two of them. Whether the network agrees with me or not, that's what this that's what's going on. But um, <laughs> and so uh, and so then I I got I sold it as a TV show and I at one network it died there. Then I sold it at another network. So now it's at a different network now. And I'm like, you know, on the second draft of like rewriting or whatever. That's, yeah. that's what our neighbor gave me notes on. That's so <laughs> exciting. Yeah. It's happened a few times. Like I've had, I, I've sold shows a, a few times, but this is the first one. That's like my own, based on my own IP, my own thing. I'm writing it myself. Wow. It's a drama, which is unusual. Um, not a comedy, which is like the other shows have been comedies. So, it's like, yeah, and it, and it seems it seems to be going well, right? right? I mean, other than me like spending two weeks crying on the floor because I had to do a rewrite, but other than that, <laughs> <laughs> and also like you know, Gabby's gotten really and kind of drilled it into my head as well, where you're like, nothing's real until nothing's it's, real. It's even when it's shot, it yeah. can be nothing is real. Totally, Gabby's even even after it it's head, aired, yeah. it's not real. Like there's, uh, it's well, once it's aired, I feel like. <laughs> Be. Once it's aired, it's aired. But I yeah. don't know. You could get canceled. I mean, yeah. I I know writers and writers yeah. who have had long term mm -hmm. series, and it the the crying on the floor, <laughs> all that. That yep, yep, yeah, all of that. All, sure all the 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 nervousness, mm -hmm. the the you know being. It's all yeah. part of it. It seems. Yeah, it's I same in acting as well, right? I mean. You could get a part, and then and then it, who knows? Yeah. And then it, oh you, yeah. And then you're Stuart yeah. Townsend, and you're not Aragorn anymore. Like who? I don't. Yeah. From Lord of the Rings. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like it's interesting because Mal's a musician, and um, when Mal makes something, it could it'll come out, or it'll like you know, like when you make a, a song or an album, like reasonably, it will be a, an album. It's not okay. I don't think it's a direct allegory because there are certain musicians, if they're on a label or something, like they could kill their they get album. Shelved. They could shelve they get, them. Yeah. It's just because I'm independent, I can do whatever the heck I want. But um, yeah. But I will say that there is something much more immediate about creating music versus film or acting. Then it, you have to oh. wait, and you have to wait, and yeah. Well, and millions of dollars, and you know, There's two years, and it's yeah, like it's true because like an album at the most, really. I mean, even on like a pretty major level it's not like you're gonna be spending more than a hundred thousand dollars making a, a record you know but yeah that's like 
nothing in terms of and yeah, also you have an idea or a feeling and you mm -hmm. express it and it's written in that moment and you can move on to the next song or you can record mm -hmm. it next right. week versus uh, a show or a movie. I have to wait for someone to be like here's money mm -hmm. you and, know and you have to sit with that feeling and return to it and do multiple drafts mm -hmm. on it and it's um it has to be a really good feeling <laughs> or one that means yeah. a lot you know or like I, I wrote the first draft and I went I'm a genius. This is amazing. Yeah, and then, yeah, um, yeah. and then they came back and they were like, "Not this." And I was yeah. like, "Got it." Um, and then I was like, you know, devastated. And then every note, every note, I was like, "This is the dumbest. Fuck, this is whatever." And then like, but then now the the draft that I turned, second draft that I turned in, I'm like, "This is better." Mm. They were right. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so then I'm like, okay, this is better collaborating yeah like mm -hmm. and i love notes i'm i'm happy to get <laughs> no shut up i love notes. <laughs> <laughs> shut up. no i am i'm more collaborative than other uh, writers that i've seen definitely like i i'm very much like okay like i'll okay you do it you honestly the two weeks i would say is not even like you'll have a bit of a freak out and then you'll be like this is horrible i don't know what to do i'm not gonna do and then like i've never been talented have i ever I've had ever a good been, thought yes. in my life and by the next afternoon you're like well, okay, I did a draft. I think it's horrible, but I, I did it. And then it's like you've already redone. You know, like you work yeah. pretty quickly. No. It's, yeah. Right. You well, work through that moment quickly. All the feelings are there, but then you go through them. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah and I've had a bunch of shows. Like I know that uh, things don't go and work out right. and like you can be very into something and it just doesn't happen. And um, mm -hmm. so I have like, I try to work on many things at once because I'm yeah. like, Some something's got to go. And yeah. our friend, our friend who's like 27, I was talking to, to Drew yesterday and she was like, I just need like a break in the next <laughs> year. And I was like, you and me both, sister. Like, Everybody. Yeah. Like, what? What? yeah. She's like, I just need something that would like legitimize me. And I'm like, I've been saying that wow. for like eight years. Literally every year I say that. I know. <laughs> I know. But, but it is a numbers game. <laughs> and it's course. like, just keep collecting those no's to get to the yes. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I started doing some acting stuff in the pandemic and it was coming because every everything in music has been like a slow like crawling to having a career you know yeah. mm -hmm. and it was this thing where like all of a sudden i was like oh acting is fun it's like you know like no, oh my god it's like so three easy things in a it's row. so easy and gabby was like you're such an like you have no idea like they what booked this three is like. things in a row and they were like oh how fun to get a pilot and i was like <laughs> do you understand that there are like people in this town who have taken lessons for like seven years and didn't get a pilot and i was like what a fun thing i'm doing it's like someone goes like, to vegas and is like i love vegas i want you know whatever anyway it didn't go the pilot didn't get picked up so i learned it pretty quick but <laughs> i was like this is so funny like yeah and i was like, i was like music's way different than acting acting's way easier <laughs> <laughs> But what if you could take that sense of fun and yeah. put it in everything you do exactly. and go, this is fun. It's, it's That's because, my new thing. Yeah. We put so much heaviness, all yeah. this weight, mm -hmm. all this importance, mm -hmm. all the stones of all our lives on what we're doing. Mm -hmm. How can it, how can it be buoyant? Mm. That's my new thing is like, cause I, I used to be way more, I think dour than I am now. And like that, the thing is like, Look, if this doesn't go, wow, I've learned a lot about how to write a script. Like, I've learned, mm -hmm. I've definitely gone through, this process of doing this show has been grad school. I am mm. I am very ready for the next one. Right. Or, like, you know, I turned in my rewrite. And you're very good at this, too. Like, I'm like, I turned in my rewrite. And we're like, yay, let's cheers. Let's, like, you know, That's celebrate good. that. Or, like, That's good. trying to be, like, I'm so trying to be like, I'm so lucky to be here. Like, yeah. I'm so lucky yeah. to be even be in the position where I'm upset about where this. you sell a TV show every year, yeah. even if people don't get to see it. Oh, my you know? gosh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you both. Yeah. And just. Oh, anyway. I didn't sell a TV show. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> but the fact that you celebrate, the fact that you yeah. encourage celebration, that's huge. Right. Yeah. That's that's real support. Mm. Yeah. And like it's good, uh, and like uh, it's good to be like I am very lucky to be upset about this. Like any bad thing that happens, to be like, no, I'm lucky that this is my problem. Because I also like even with with money stuff. Like I, you know, 
don't come from, I mean, I didn't have any money. I don't come. That's what the podcast is about is I, I started out with like nothing. Mm. And then now it's like, Oh, we got to redo the bathroom on the house. And I'm like, yeah, boo hoo problem. Like, you know, like it's not, it, it, it's, you have to like take it all in the context of, of your whole life mm -hmm. and to be like, no, this is, if you, as a kid, we're like, my biggest problem is I have to rewrite my TV show. Like, kid me would be like, that's awesome. You do have to, like, revisit your 15-year-old yeah. sometimes. Yeah, Like, just, do. like, tell them what you're doing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Um, what were you guys like when you were kids? <laughs> <laughs> this is so funny because we, we sometimes have a structure, and it's just to you two are so charming and so effervescent. No! Easy to talk to. We have a bunch of that questions, it's like, but I feel like, well, yeah, it's we, like your show, no, so shoot, I don't Go for go, it. Go, go for it. 15 years old. Totally. Um, uh, you know better than I do. I, I mean... Right, you have a historian right here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I wasn't was that brother. when you were brother. organizing... Yeah. Um, candy parties or whatever? No, no. Oh. 15. What's a we were in New party? York. No, he would he would organize <laughs> candy parties when he was very young. What he is was a candy party? This is now the second time like we've talked about circle? this on the pod, and this is Were not like an identifying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you had a, a pyramid. pyramid, a pyramid. He, was, he was in a mini ML. I, an MML. I really thought that he um. was going to have a club when he was older. <laughs> Because yeah. he would just get people together and, and order the candy and say, this is what we're doing. Aww. We're having a party. I either wanted to be a rock star or an architect yeah. who designs hotels. Oh, um, you have the fun. look of a rock star. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, 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 bench, I'll bench hotel architecture. Yeah. <laughs> but you were, at 15, you were heavily into computers. You were heavily, hmm. you were, you, you had like a million followers. Yeah, I had a, I was, oh yeah, I was doing a social media at that age. What? I got into Facebook pages um, at, at the time that like memes started up. So I had one uh, I don't know, not when they started, but when it was like, you know. You, what we, year is this? This would be. Um, You're like eight years younger than us. So. Yeah. So this was 10 years ago. Okay. So, so the, the height of memes. Height of memes. 2011. Facebook pages. You were pages. like a meme queen? I was a, yeah, I was a bit of a meme queen. You could say that. <laughs> I, I, I grew, like, it, it just happened for me very naturally. I made Are a page. Are you fuck Jerry? I wish. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, are you funny? No. <laughs> no, it's embarrassing, actually. It's just as bad. My, my, I had a Facebook page. I was an admin on a Facebook page that was called Satan. And it, I, I, had, I had no, like, it wasn't Satanist or anything. But, no, it's um, just funny to follow Satan. Exactly, yeah. People would say, did I you meet like the real Facebook. Satan? <laughs> Do you know him? And did I know about this? No. I get really, oh, you I didn't get, know? I, say, I get really what, shy what talking that? about it. I was going to say, like, as a parent, you're like, what are you doing on the computer? <laughs> Nothing, Mom. Don't worry Don't about it. Don't worry about it. I'm very famous. I, no. had, I had early exposure to 4chan. It was like, oh, oh sure. 4chan. It was like as 4chan. bad as it could possibly be. So, but, um, oh, no. Did you get red-pilled? <laughs> if you pulled back, I, I avoided the red pill. <laughs> I don't even know what that That's, means. I don't are, know what 4chan is. Those are like the semen retention guys. Oh, well, <laughs> worse than red, like red pill is like, like what's young the? young men who find like videos and sort of get pulled into like conservative circles, oh. male rights advocates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that kind. Yeah, of thing. like Trumpy. But, oh no. But yeah. what's so yeah. funny no. about that? <laughs> no, no, it's like, like I would not have allowed. <laughs> I I would have noticed that. Yeah. Uh, I was still a lot like. Of this I, I was still like a hipster, like a lanky dude with a messenger bag. You know, yeah. like yeah, you were cool. Basically, I was cool. I, been. I still listen to Sufjan. Oh wow! You know, like. But he was he was highly <laughs> successful doing this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We almost monetized. It was it was like a lot. I mean, you know, wow, just wow. weird to weird to like. And I I got in touch with people that were a part of like anonymous and like oh you know, like wow huge Height hacker of anonymous organizations protests against Scientology. That was like a big thing with Anonymous. Oh yeah, they 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 were when I lived in Boston. So I was in Boston at that time, and and I was in college, and a lot of people would go out and protest Scientology at the Scientology Center in Anonymous garb or whatever. Mm -hmm. What a what a like pinpointing of a like a very specific time period. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, huge. Yeah, when like that was. Um, 
the, I feel like that was like the internet at a very specific time mm. and where like um, personal blogging was big. Mm, yes. And there was like all these, you know, uh, like all these websites that would pay you like $50 to write about like the worst moment of your life. And you'd be like, why am I doing this? That's and they'd be like, feminism. You'd be like, I, I vaguely make the connection, <laughs> but like it was very, someone mentioned, like I was in New York, especially there was like this big feminist media outpouring sort of thing that was like very girl boss very like we're gonna write about our lives and our feelings but like no one was getting compensated enough it was like a very weird time yeah mm. so then you were like i'm satan yeah so you know all about satan. the persona thing right uh, that's like a bad boy persona there was nothing nothing about me you right. know it was yeah. like it's it not like you like meet people and they're like oh you were you ran satan. the satan page and it's, they don't like hold you to that. i think egotistically i posted a picture of me at one point because I was so frustrated <laughs> as a 15 year old. I was like, I'm doing all this stuff and nobody, nobody knows, knows who I am. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, it, it, you know, and then I, and then I had to like really wipe it. I, I like <laughs> deleted all of my social media. I had like a very popular personal Facebook and kind of what was Instagram. on your personal Facebook. Yeah. Why'd you have to wipe it? I just, I, wanted to just grow up yeah i just wanted to wanted break i wanted that. to yeah. be 16 and 18 in privacy and i want like not that i was yeah. not that i was getting like recognized on the street but yeah. i just i i i had trouble developing yeah. normally mm -hmm. so i was yeah, like beholden to this online life exactly or like it's you hard. know i didn't i did i also didn't want to do that for life like mm -hmm. I, I didn't want to just how long can you be satan for and then you know i mean already <laughs> I don't, of years, I don't, it <laughs> <out>. <laughs> no there's like a there's um. like a cycle coming back around right we're like that period of time that we're talking about is like everyone was encouraged to like you know put themselves out there so much and then now i it's feel like there's a, a backlash to it where it's like I don't want to be on Twitter. I don't want to be like, I feel like I don't want anyone yeah. to see who I am. I now yeah. my, like, I don't want to put any pictures of myself. It was like this thing where it was like in the nineties was like, don't say your real name on the internet. Don't make <laughs> anything your real name. Don't talk to any strangers. Right. Then it like came into like the 2010s and it was like, only use your real name. Your for strangers are your best friends. <laughs> Post everything about your life. Now there's butts on Twitter. Now there's what? Butts on Twitter. Is tw hasn't Twitter always been uh, 18 plus friendly or whatever? I, I don't know. I am not aware. Perhaps I guess you are more aware that, of the Twitter <laughs> code of conduct. Yeah, yeah he's just I like totally that quote, exposed though. himself. Now, now yeah. there's butts on Twitter. <laughs> yep. There, I mean, I mean, there's always been butts on. No, Twitter. but now it's come back. Now it's like come back around where it's like people are getting more private or like don't want to show themselves mm. anymore. Yeah, I think that's true. It's interesting. I, isn't it so cool when you meet someone and they're like, oh, I don't have Instagram. Which, it's like, like you rock. Oh, so, you, yeah, you either awesome. rock or like you have a secret family and there's you're, <laughs> you're fully lying. That's yeah. true. If you meet like one thing is like if you meet men don't post any photos of themselves. So like if you meet someone on Hinge or something and then you go to look at their Instagram and you're like, what do they actually look like? It's like here's a sunset, here's a food, here's a rock, and you're like, what do you look like? Oh, no men post photos of themselves because I didn't have Instagram until last year. So being single, <laughs> I was single for a while on yeah. Instagram. And that was really hard because I I I, I think I, I had an Instagram, but it didn't have any pictures up. Mm. So yeah. it, a lot you of girls were like, no photos of me, no photos of me. <laughs> this is a, a lot of girls were like. Ooh, I don't know about this guy. Like, this is this is kind of creepy. You know, right. like it's not a good look. You ha you have to have it's at like least a social one passport. Face front photo of yourself. Yeah, that's all. I I have two now, and I'm I'm just done. And I, that's I can, it. You're yeah, 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 I'm good. That <laughs> establishes that you're a real person. Right. <laughs> yeah. I I don't want to stop the conversation. No, no we, but yeah. what I'm going to do is just start the finishing touches to dinner mm. great oh, okay. we, should, we should eat. we should wrap up i could go for hours i know but we should right. wrap up and i could go for yeah. hours too <laughs> this would be very easy to keep going do you two have any anything to plug or anything where where can people you know instagram oh gosh um yeah i'm on i'm on instagram at gabby road uh which is a beatles pun because i thought instagram surely will not take off i'll use my <laughs> childhood <laughs> screen name uh and then it did uh and and uh one B, yes. Um, and then sometimes on TikTok, but mostly just to respond to Mal's stuff. <laughs> Dabby Gun, D-A-B-Y-G-U-N-N. But that's it. Yeah, what? TikTok's been delightful for no reason. I don't know. I've just been getting into TikTok. I think it's fun. It's a fun <laughs> place. <laughs> um, 
You're Mal Blum there. I yeah, I'm Mal Blum everywhere, unfortunately. <laughs> and then what? Uh, I have another podcast called Just Between Us, and then I have another podcast called Bad with Money, which Bad with Money is my baby. So if you're interested in financial advice that um, doesn't talk down to you, and where I'm, I also don't know anything. Um, give it a listen. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll have a I have a new EP coming out in the spring, um, but I don't know when this would be up or if that would be available. And uh, Mal's in their Joanne era. All right, um, <laughs> it's gay country. They're doing country oh, music. Right yeah, there's a big there's a big Americana boom right now. Yeah, Folk they're doing really? gay yeah. country music. It's just what I ended up doing over the pandemic, you know. Cool. And so that's it's like a pandemic EP coming out. But uh, and yeah, and I'm in a short that Gabby. Just oh put yeah. Out. Will probably be out by whenever this comes out. Yeah, called Grinder Baby. We don't have time to get into that. Yeah, we can talk about <laughs> that over dinner if you like. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys so much. Of course. Um, Thanks for having us. Mom, what are we having for for dinner? We're gonna start with an Italian chopped salad, and then have eggplant parmesan Ooh. and gnocchi with brown butter and sage. That's amazing. And then um, I made some ice cream. You and made ice cream? What? Mm-hmm. And some cookies from different different countries. Uh, I have to say, the ugly but good Italian cookies I made; those are the ones. Okay. Or is those it like the powdered the sugar ones? Uh, no. I have the powdered sugar ones. Those are from uh, Vienna, but I, it's like it's too, this is too sweet. But the ugly but good, oh, that's it. That's it. All right, let's go eat. Thanks <laughs> for listening. <laughs>